0: Hill explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about a Wikipedia podcast reading on the term psychosis. <clears throat> now, I had sort of heard this term, sort of sort of distant from me. Certain certain people had psychosis. Um, you heard it on the news. Didn't really know what it was now, until one day I had someone diagnosed me with psychosis and there could (coughs) not objectively be nothing further from the truth. I'm sure I do have confusions with reality. But the story was that um, I was in my house, I heard some munching sound and some wood deep inside and um, I uh, um, sprayed it, it wasn't cockroaches, then called it the termite people, they found that there was termites there. I was extremely happy because I could save the house, it was, you know, I detected termites. Now, um, people felt that this was an inappropriate response, as opposed to inability to see reality. Uh, but uh, a helpful psychologist said um, <coughs> it was indeed a, uh, unhelp- uh, a uh, incorrect response to be happy that they found termites, and that I was psychotic. And of which next time I said I sort of went well that's interesting I'll find out what being psychotic is because it can't be all that bad because I'm reasonably happy and detecting termites with it um, uh, and then I found out oh, this can't be true then when I asked asked her second time she said oh, I didn't say that it's just a rather beautiful way of of inflicting damage and almost sort of sealing up the reality, sort of suturing up reality to say it didn't happen. So I've always been interested, initially interested in what psychosis is. Then um, I found out that one of the symptoms, if you're bitten by a, um, a tick, you can suffer something called frank psychosis. And that's <coughs> the sort of, um, I sort of then thought, oh, well, I'll have to understand that. Frank, I wonder who Frank is I wonder if there's such a thing as Peter psychosis, you know, which would fit me um, <clears throat> and I looked and found out that Frank psychosis just means very obvious psychosis that even a news reporter or a policeman could identify, it's it's not subtle, it's not integrated it's um, not psychosis which has got into someone's business plan or some complex thing, it's, it's really obvious. People are, are seeing fairies or, or hearing voices, they've got a problem with reality. Uh, so, let's read about psychosis. So, psychosis is P S Y C H O, psycho, is, means nuts. That's apparently. Psychosis is an abnormal condition of the mind that results in difficulties determining what's the real and what's not. One question is Donald Trump. How how has he not suffering from psychosis? I think um, this means it's a sort of a physical or physiological condition of the mind, not a condition of you, you condition your reality and your behaviour. There, I, I think there's a slightly, slightly different. Um, psychosis could be treated with drugs, whereas no matter of drugs could, uh, fix a series, a lifetime of bad decisions, So my, my view. Symptoms may include false beliefs, delusions, and seeing and hearing things that others do not see, uh, see or hear, hallucinations. So, um, yeah, uh, and so with, I can tell you with strokes, you have not hallucinate, or you can have possibly have hallucinations, but it's, uh, uh misperceptions you perceive something and you pick it up and indeed it's a spoon not a fork maybe something like that other symptoms may include incoherent speech and behavior that is inappropriate for the situation so perhaps i had one of the the, the symptoms that they felt that from their perspective my behavior was inappropriate but uh, I think standalone you wouldn't be able to do that. There are also maybe sleep problems, social withdrawal, lack of motivation, difficulties carrying out daily activities. Well perhaps uh, I might be going down the social withdrawal track. Psychosis has many different causes. These includes mental illness such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, sleep deprivation. I must admit um, there was one time in um, uh, army when we weren't properly trained, and I manned the radio for 72 hours straight because I, I did I didn't. They put me in, sort of put me as platoon I think platoon seek yeah, and I didn't understand that you had to rotate, and so eventually after so much deprivation, sleep deprivation, I began hallucinating dinosaurs. Not hallucinating dinosaurs, but I thought oh, that shit that is a dinosaur, and then I drifted off to sleep and then woke up call sign, um, alpha one or whatever it is, zero alpha, oh, yeah, alpha one, um, uh, say so again, when we do not to know the code, or the, uh, code word for dinosaur, it doesn't mean anything to us, and I, I had must have drifted off and called in a, um, a dinosaur attack, I <clears throat> said so I didn't know what they are talking about, um. One type known as postpartum psychosis can occur after giving birth. Hmm. Well, yeah, so so really, um, you could possibly say, you you could see that someone who doesn't approve of your behavior and has made a series of assessments of you um, uh, would look at it and could possibly Get to psychosis, perhaps not for me. The neurotransmitter dopamine is believed to play a role. Acute psychosis is considered a primary, <clears throat> primarily if the results from a psychiatric condition, and secondary if it's caused by a medical condition. Yes, so, yeah, so I, so I probably have. Well, I suppose. The diagnosis of mental illness requires excluding other potential causes. Testing may be done to check uh, on the central nervous system diseases, toxins, and other health problems as a cause. Mm. That's interesting. Treatment may include antipsychotic medication, counseling, and social support. Well, essentially, you would counsel me to just let termites rip and uh, ignore. Um, I think that's the opposite of psychosis. Psychosis is where you pick up false signals as opposed to being highly tuned to signals and solving problems. However, you can see, see how that's that's done. Um, medications appear to have a moderate effect. Outcomes depend on analyzing causes. In the United States, about 3% of people who develop psychosis at some point in their lives do you... The condition has been described since the fourth century BC by Hippocrates, and possibly as early as 1500 BC by the Egyptian uh, Ebers uh, papyrus. Well, God. <laughs> Look, I just have to say, false beliefs. Perhaps, perhaps the the pyramids and mummies and stuff like that may have indicated a false belief or two come in or maybe not. One doesn't know You know what What exactly is a false belief. It's, it's, it's contextual isn't it? Um, hallucinations. Hallucinations is defined as a sensory perception in the absence of external stimuli. Hallucinations are different from illusions, perceptual distortions. So yeah which are misperceptions of um, external stimuli so I actually had Misconceptions: so Hallucinations may occur. Whoa, dear, that's incredible. May occur if any of the senses uh, and take almost any form. So I probably have have hallucinated sense. Uh, they may consist of a simple sensation such as light, colours, sounds, taste or smells, or more detailed experience such as seeing and interacting with animals and people, hearing. Oh, she whiz so, so I have the the. Pretty heavy stroke damage to look at. Voices having complex tactile sensations. That is really interesting. That is interesting, I should, should ask, because um, so key changes in music are something that which really, I sort of feel, hallucinations are generally characterized both as being vis- vivid and uncontrollable. Auditory hallucinations, partly particularly experiences of hearing voices, are the most common and prominent features of psychosis. So there is one time when I was probably seven or less when I have very high fever and uh, I heard some voices. Up to fifteen percent of the general population may experience auditory hallucinations, though not all are due to psychosis. The prevalence of it could be God. <laughs> the prevalence of schizophrenia is generally around seventy. Uh, put around 70%, but may go as high as 98%. What? Reported prevalence of bipolar disorder ranges between 11 and 68%. During the early 20th century, auditory hallucinations were second to visual hallucinations in frequencies, but they are now the most common manifestation of schizophrenia. Well, that's an important thing. Hmm. I've got... Although rates vary between cultures and regions, auditory hallucinations are most commonly intelligible voices. When voices are present, the average number has been estimated at three, whatever that means. Content like frequency differs significantly, especially across cultures and demographics. People who experience auditory hallucinations can frequently identify the loudness location of origin and may settle on identities for the voices. Western cultures are associated with auditory experiences concerning religious content, frequently related to sin. Hallucination may command a person to do something potentially dangerous when combined with delusions. Extracampine hallucinations are perceptions outside the sensory apparatus, for example. A sound is perceived through the knee or a visually experiencing hallucination is seeing by sensing that someone is near to you that's not there. Visual hallucinations occur roughly in a third of people with schizophrenia, although the rate is high as 55% has reported. The prevalence of bipolar disorder is around 15%. I don't quite understand the difference. I do understand what schizophrenia is is a sort of a dislocation, a, a crush in your structure of reality, I suppose. Um, and bipolar means y- y- your your mood setting swings uncontrollably. I would expect, I don't know quite understand all these things. Um, visual abnormalities may conflict with the pro-prioceptive information. The visions may include experiences such as ground tilting, lilliputian hallucinations, are less common in schizophrenia, are also frequent in various types of. In central pathy and pe- peduncular halluc- uh, hallucination, hallucinosis. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I do know there's there's visual problems and brains repaired. The visceral hallucination, also called the uh, synesthetic hallucination, is characterized by vis- visceral sensation in the absence of stimuli. Synesthetic hallucinations may include the sensation of burning or rearrangement of internal organs. Mm. Delusions. Now, my my overall problem is that um, are not all managers psychotic? I don't understand. Okay, delusions. Psychosis may involve delusional beliefs. A delusion is commonly ref- defined as unrelenting sense of certainty maintained despite strong contradictory evidence. B- would that mean lack of you know, belief in God? Perhaps. Delusions are context- culturally dependent. A belief which inhibits critical functioning and is wildly considered delusional, is in one population maybe common, and even adaptive in another. Which I would say, my view of religion, religious believers, if they're, they're sort of like a group, a group author, uh, enabled delusion, um, or in the same population at a later time. Since normative views, that is, uh, a group of people around you, may themselves contradict available evidence, a belief need not be contravening cultural standards in order to be considered delusion. Hmm. So that's, that's normative means you get everyone around you. Prevalence of schizophrenia is generally considered to be at least 90% and around 50% in polar disorder. I don't quite understand. The DSM-5, which is... I think this is um, the standard, um, I don't know what SM, characterises certain delusions as bizarre if they are clearly implausible or incompatible with surrounding cultural context. Aha, uh-huh. so you can, you can, can't say religious belief is bizarre because we've built culture to support it. The concept of bizarre delusions uh, has many criticisms, the most prominent being judging its presence uh, is not highly reliable, even amongst trained individuals. So, what does a delusion may involve diverse thematic content. The most common type is pre-persecutory uh, pre, delusion, in which the person believes that some entity is attempting to harm them. Mm. That's really interesting. So, what is it? Um, competency, pollution, harm so is really important to get that. You are conflict resolution to pull back from, um, pull away, like you're feeling hurt, you 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 feel hurt so you must communicate in the language of your feeling. It's my fundamental thing, so if you've got someone who's had something wrong happen to them, you have to then say, uh, you, you can't... Negotiate whether something wrong has happened, that they're in that state, and then you have to go through and say, in that thing happened, uh, it may not have happened if certain things happened. Is there a competency story for it? Then, yeah, competency has gone astray. What, what's your conjecture as to, um, and just a conjecture as to why that, that incompetency occurred? Okay, so it's not denying anything. It's not pushing them away. It's keeping them within the hurt thing, but maneuvering them within that hurt. The next is competency. Competency uh, pollution. That is, what do you think is causing that incompetency? Right? Just sort of as your first thing. And then what harm has it done? And in general, the harm is or it can be mitigated by deciding you don't care. You know, someone has hurled shit at you, they're a fuckwit, or something like that. Okay. Um, oh, God. Uh, delusion may involve diverse thematic content. The most common type is per cursory, uh persecutory delusion in which the person believes someone's trying to harm them. Others... Are, Delusions of reference to the belief that some element of one's experience represents deliberate and specific act uh, by or message from some other entity. So that's, which I just have to say, uh, love perhaps is a, a beneficial delusion that you have to go in open-eyed. It's it's the way that we process social situations is love. So delusion, it's... This complicated thing that you've got to be intelligent about your own delusion of love, I think. Uh, delusions of grandeur, the belief uh, that one processes special powers or influence beyond one's actual limits, which is sort of manages isn't it? Thought broadcasting, the belief that one's thoughts are audible, uh, and thought insertion, the belief that one's th- uh, thoughts are not one's own... Mm. The subject matter of delusions seems to reflect the current culture in particular time and location. For example, the U.S. during the early 1900s, syphilis was a common topic. During the Second World War, Germany. During the Cold War, communists. Um, oh, okay. And in recent years, technology has been the focus. Some psychologists, such as those who practice open dialogue method. Believe that the content of psychosis represents the underlying thought process that may, in part, be responsible for psychosis. That, th- though, the accepted medical tradition is that psychosis is due to a brain disorder, which is sort of like some analysis of um, uh, you know you falling you falling in love. Love is a a. a a delusion with a purpose and a process it's sort of like a, a life delusion and you can do it badly you can do it not at all um or you can do it intelligently i suppose might be the answer historically Carl jasper's classified psychotic delusion into primary and secondary types so primary is medic oh i can't remember primary delusions are defined as arising suddenly and not Uh, being comprehensible in terms of normal mental processes, whereas secondary delusions are typically understood as being influenced by a person's background or current situation, ethnicity, religious or superstitious or political beliefs. So, uh, I thought... So, Carl Jaspers... What I didn't quite understand there is that there's... uh, they, They had something at the start. Okay, I can go back to the start here and see. So, primary is just out-of-context. A context uh, is out-of-context delusions. A secondary one is by context. Um, I'm just really trying to read it. Acute psychosis is considered primarily if the results from psychiatric conditions and, secondary if caused by a medical condition. So that's a problem. So the acute has a primary or secondary. So one is caused um, by mental illness or secondary if I'm taking drugs or something like that. That's that's one thing. But then he's got a primary or secondary, uh, second, a secondary primary or secondary, a primary, primary and secondary, and a secondary, primary and secondary. The primary, secondary, primary and secondary is whether there's a... Um, it's you've made it up yourself or you're in a group that's made it up. Um, disorganization. Disorganization is split into disorganized speech to thinking and grossly disorganized motor behavior. Disorganized speech and thinking, so-called formal thought disorder, is disorganization of thinking that is inferred from speech. Characteristics of disorganised speech include rapidly switching topics called derailment or loose association. So that, my friends, is coming out of a stroke. If you have lots and lots of strokes, you have your brain racing and your theme. So I would say that I'd be in that topic. Switching topics uh, that are unrelated called tangential thinking, incomprehensible speech called word salad, or incoherence. Disorganized motor behavior includes repetitive, odd, and sometimes purposely movement. Disorganized motor behavior rarely includes catatonia, and although it was historically prominent symptoms, it is rarely seen today. Whether this is due to historically used uh, treatments or lack of thereof is unknown, which is strange. So I, I would say, what's that bid forward? Word salad. I love that idea of words. Now, what is interesting to, to hear is that it's, you, if you, you do have strokes, your thought processes are going sufficiently fast, but it also means, I also think it's also from um, different people have different tempos of thought and speech. So people who are used to interacting with lots of people, lots of friends and Facebook and, and swapping from time to time, they swap topics, swap people, but keep a focused topic, whereas people who have only got one person interaction, they they can bring that in. So that's an interesting thing. So I probably do have um, disorganized speech, rapidly switching topics, or, or tangential to thinking But you've also got, um, if you've got sort of fairly high intelligence, you can see connections that other people can't see, and they just simply can't follow you. So so there's this problem of this this intellectual gap. I'm just going to follow here. I'm just going to stop this. another story comes to a close it's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you may you discover truly amazing things understand them and tell others thanks for listening